Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. How we doing, traders? Good morning and welcome to the number one morning show right here, Pre-Market Prep. I hope you guys are ready to get started today. We got another great show for you. We'll get into the overnight action. We'll take a look at the numbers that hit last week and, of course, what economic data you should be watching this week. Of course, we'll also talk about what's going on with Nordstrom Pipeline 1. We'll talk about also Rogers Canada. My man Dennis is back, but we'll talk about what happened there. We'll also touch, of course, uh, what's going on in Twitter. A bunch of downgrades coming on in. Our guest, Tim Quas, will be here joining us at 835. Hit the thumbs on up and welcome to Pre-Market Prep. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep with your host, Joel Conan. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been the penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. What's going on, traders? I'm ready to get into the action. Let's go ahead. Bring on my guys, Joe Conan and Dennis Dick. What's going on, boys? What's up? Oh, we're we're in the red. It seems like it like a lot happened and nothing happened, right? Uh over the weekend. But here we are. We're down 28 handles at 73 and a quarter. Uh they didn't like it right off that 6 p.m. opening. Couldn't couldn't even see the close. Uh, important area on the downside, right in the area of Friday's low and Thursday's interday low, some weekly stops. So market has to hold on. Let's just call it that pre-market low. Uh, crude down 283 at 101.96. Gold slipping towards 1700, down nine bucks at 1733.30. Silver down dime at 1913. Bitcoin giving it all back after the weekend pump. That's down 1400 at 20,360. And Ethereum futures, they're down $103.50 at 1135 and a half. Triple D, we got you back. You're back, back on the grid. I wanted to see you. I just had visions of you like running with your computer oh. and and then like getting all the way over to your to, to your parents' house and like not having your mouse. Yeah. And like, oh, and then your hair going all over the place. And then but you got out of it. You survived. Yeah, it was a mess. I mean, so I woke up at 630 and I'm like, oh, my my internet's down. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll, what I'll do is I'll just hotspot my phone. I go to my phone and I'm like, my cell service is down too. I'm like, well, that's weird. I'm like, my cell service and my internet both are Rogers. And I'm like, okay, so this is obviously fairly major. So I'm completely off the grid. I have no idea what's going on um because tvs all run through you know internet too so i'm like i have literally zero no idea what's going on 
So anyways, I'm like, this seems major enough. And I had a bunch of positions. I'm like, I got to trade out. So I'm assuming it's a Rogers problem at this time. So then I hop in my car. I go to um, my parents' cottage um, where they have Bell. Um, but I'm as I'm driving over there, so I pack up my computer. And as I'm driving over there, this is Friday. As I'm driving over there, the radio says, oh, Bell's down too. And I was like, come on. I'm like, Bell is down too. I'm like, well, this has got to be a hack or something like that. But the radio was wrong. Got to my house. Bell was up. Um, I got to my house around like 8.45. Was able to set up my computer station, log in. They're on slow DSL, so I couldn't do much like fantastic stuff, but I could trade out of my stocks. So I got out of my stocks, traded out of everything, got flat, and then I'm assuming Rogers is going to come back. Oh, no. Rogers stays down the entire day. 10, 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Doesn't come back till Saturday morning. Off the grid for 24 hours. Sell, no cell service. Some Canadians couldn't call 911. Pharmacists couldn't fill prescriptions. Literally, we were all like cash only through half of Canada because in Canada, and this is much different than the U.S., in Canada, we're run by three major you know, telecom telecommunications companies, Rogers, Bell, and TELUS. And Rogers and Bell are the bulk of it, and apparently Rogers is over 30% of the country. So anyway, so that was the story. Uh, they did eventually get it back for me Saturday morning. I think most of Rogers is back up. RCI, if you want to trade the stock. Um, unbelievable, though, that it can be down for that long. They're saying it was some software upgrade that knocked the servers down. Personally, I'll say it. I think it was a hack. I think it was a hack because it was just down for too long. If you wanted to hack a major telecommunications company and knock literally almost you know 30% of the country off the grid, Rogers would be a good one to do. So that's my thoughts. They said it wasn't a hack. They said it wasn't, and that's what they're obviously going to say. Personally, just my opinion, I have no information on this, but just my opinion, I think it was a hack. All right. Well, the stock's not really reacting too much. To no. It, so, you know, well, one a, thing to consider, yeah. and one thing to consider with RCI is they basically have this almost duopoly. It's mostly Bell and mostly Rogers in Canada. If they ever let, like, obviously competition in, like let AT&T and Verizon in, they, you know, all of a sudden, you know, RCI and, and Bell, you know, those stocks will drop dramatically on that. Crushed. So I'd be nervous if I was on those stocks because this is an eye-opener for Canada that you can't have, you know, 30% of your country dependent on, you know, one internet provider or one, you know, like debit machines, 911 calls. I mean, this is going to open up the discussion on should they allow, you know, and rate, there's always been this protection, you know, it stems back from Bell it was originally owned by the government of Canada you know, and protecting them and, you know, not allowing competition in. I think if they were open the doors to like AT&T, Verizon, the U.S. providers, I think it would drive prices down for Canadians, be better for consumers. So it's going to open up that discussion. The two stocks, obviously, which would be directly impacted by this is BCE and RCI, which is Bell and Rogers. I don't know if that goes Take anywhere, but time. I would love to see international competition come in. I'd love to see choice. Give us some choice. I mean, I got my buddy in Kitchener, and he's saying his Rogers TV is still going in and out this morning that because it's up, but it's not, you know, 100% back to the way it was. So I checked my speed. It seems fine. My, my service seems fine. But obviously not everybody's is. But give us some choice, man. So anyways, that's just my discussion. I want to stick on it forever. But sure. RCI, BCE, I think they should let some competition in Canada. 
All right, let's Everybody's go Everybody's silent on that. There's no... Because you guys are in the U.S., so you don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, yeah, care. No, I, I care. Don't care. Me. <laughs> I, I care no. when I move there. I want to, yeah. you know... Well, if you I move here, yeah. And that's service. the other thing, too. They say, they'll say there's competition. <laughs> you know, there's tech savvy or, you know, and this is a good point by Toronto Dave. All of these other networks, like, I have Fido phone. So I don't have a Rogers phone. I have a Fido phone. But Fido's owned by Rogers. Tech Savvy's backbone is Rogers. So even though they say there's there's uh, obviously competition, when you really go to the backbones of it all, there isn't much competition. So we need more backbone. We need more, obviously, if you're in the event of you know major server outages, whatever reason, it'd be nice to have choice. So give us some choice. Bring some competition. And that's my rant. Let's go on to stocks. All right, Stop. first, let's, let's, let's cover it. We're covering uh, mac, uh, macro first. So let's go towards economic data to watch this week. Um, economic data to watch this week. Of course, uh, none other than CPI uh, definitely going to be watched on Wednesday. We'll see what happens there. 8.8 expected, 8.6 previous. What do we get this week? We're coming in light. I'm calling it now. I'm coming I'm in heavy, light. Dennis. I'm coming he in heavy. You think you're going to see a nine? No. I think you're going to see a low eight. And I think it's I think going to start spark another rally. It's just my thoughts. We're on the opposite side of this. You're thinking yeah. no. I'm I, thinking yes. I, yeah. The big thing is I, I, I just see the way the, uh, a lot of the data is usually taken in the early part of the month. Um, expectations out there by Bank of America actually have it going way higher. So I'll go with the banks. <laughs> I'll lean with the banks. They're, they're, let's see what the chat says. Let's, let's, the upside. let's vote. Over under. What is the expected? Give it to us again. What's the expected? Okay. Expected right. is 8.8. Uh, and previously, the uh, month prior to that, we had 8. 8.8 is expected. And month prior was 8.6. Let's um, just do over under. I'm going yeah. under. 8. I'll give you guys 8. what else you should watch for the rest of the week. Thursday, initial jobless claims. Um, we also got – I'm getting an echo from somebody. It's me. It's me. So what are you doing? I'm just, just come on. I'm just I'm working my different – I'm getting all my computers signed on. Don't all worry right, about right, it. All right. It's like you uh, turned on your radio. Uh, Thursday, over, under, under, over. Got They've initial, got it. We got initial jobless claims. Yeah. Friday, we got retail sales and also producer price index. And also on Friday, you'll get the University of Mission Consumer Sentiment. Yes. Oh, That's big too. Yes, we, we try to pay attention to that. And, of course, you got a bunch of second quarter earnings coming into play. Um, on It'll really get Ooh, started on Tuesday uh, before market open, PepsiCo. Then a little bit later on Thursday is really when we get uh, kickoff with the banks. Um, that's going to be before open. you got JPM, Morgan Stanley. Um, and then, of course, after the close, you got some other companies coming out. And Friday, we'll get Wells Fargo, BlackRock, Citigroup. Um, and some others. So definitely pay attention to all the second quarter earnings that are going to be coming on out. It's kind of mixed. The chat's over and the chat's under. We'll have to add them up after. But lots of overs, lots of unders. I'm going under. Mitch is going over. Joel, where are you going? Under, over, over, under. He can, he, he can take the smoke. I, I'm, going, I'm going based on the uh, – and I can't verify, like, Mitch's data, like, when they take it from earlier in the month. But my eyeballs tell me under. I mean, I look at wheat. I look. I, think, at I don't know how long it takes to get in there. That's yeah. See, that's the thing. Ah, you I see, I looked that up, I guys. I looked that up. That's what you guys got to do. Got the edge on us, Joel. You got the edge on us. I do that research. I think prices are starting. <laughs> I think inflation is starting to slow down. So I'm seeing it all around me. It shows up in the data. I 
personally, I've been buying stocks on pullbacks here because this, we can tell you this. I mean, if it comes in under, if it came in with a seven handle, the stock market would rip so hard. If oh it comes gosh. in low eights, I think the stock market still rips. Just got to okay. come in under expectation. We're, we're talking. If it two... comes in with a nine, we're going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> There's the third so it's option. It's going to be a violent move. Well, we're talking about over under, but what about just in line? What happens then? In line, we rally. Chop, chop fest. Yeah, yeah. In line's yeah. chop fest. 8.5 8. <laughs> to 8.9 is a chop fest. Don't dare show a nine, though. Don't even think about oh, showing a gosh. nine. The psychology behind a nine with just like, yeah, death. But I think it's going to be low eights. That's my right. guess is low eights. We're coming under. We're going to spark a pretty good rally. I don't think we're hitting the sevens. If it's sevens, I'm ripping. So anyways, that's Wednesday. So, But we got Monday and Tuesday. This is the calm before the storm. We got yeah, the COVID storm the happening, storm. though, again here, Mitch. Tell us about Asia because we got COVID exploding here again. Okay, so unfortunately, we are seeing heightened COVID trends in China. Shanghai detecting its first case of the BA5 subvariant. Macau closing casinos for this week. Also, this came on the backs of China's state administration for the market regulation on Sunday, imposing fines on technology giants. Uh, Albalva, uh, Baba Group Holdings there, um, Tencent got hit. Uh, com- a couple companies got hit. And what's this really starting to put us back on uh, the red flag is this is what we were, were concerned about in the first place. A lot of regulations were hitting the tech companies and they came right back in it. Uh, the Chinese market regulators released a list of 28 deals that violated the rules with five cases involving Alibaba, including the 2021 transaction for the purchase of equities in the subsidy of Yuku. Uh, Tudo streaming platform. So more regulation worries and concerns Gosh. coming out of China today. A yeah. Lot, lot. Just yeah. when you think it's safe to step into some Chinese stocks and the COVID thing comes back and regulation comes back and this is always a problem. Alibaba looked like it wanted to break out. It was They're good at reading the charts, man. They they are <laughs> they read the charts and trade. That, yeah. They are, what are they, man. analysts? They're Tell us about the Baba. Tell us the, about I mean, Baba. come on. The Baba got right up to that area. Bumping up. up. Looked like it wanted to break out, and it turns around. And it turns, and there's fines, and there's COVID, and right back down. So, I, I don't know. You got to, I mean, you're, you're still even, hey, if you look at this, and you're like, oh, man, I thought, I thought you know, five bucks, I'm out five bucks. I think you're way at the top of a trading range here. I'd be careful. I mean, if you you know, if you're like, oh, I'm gonna wait for it to get back up to 120, I I don't know if you're gonna see that taking out the pair of lows here. So China turned, they turned on you. Um, and 10 cent, I don't know what's it, TC, what's the symbol on that? 25 letters. Yeah, okay, we don't need it. Uh, but uh, anyways, yeah, they turned an FXI down, so you know they complain. I mean, that's the 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 biggest concern, right? I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. Like you're yeah. never going to get to zero COVID. I mean, we are operating in North America as normal now. I mean, even I in Canada, very few masks being seen. I know we're seeing some spikes in certain areas and pockets, and we're going to see spikes again. COVID is never going away. It's never going away, but we our care towards it has. We, as you know, North in North America, just, you know, we know it's going to be here. It's now just like the flu. It's going to be seasonal. It's going to jump up certain times of the year. It's going to be a little more violent to some people than the flu. 
but there's nothing we can do about it. We got to get back to normal. We cannot continue to like just isolate or do lockdowns. China has a different policy. They like lock the stuff down. And this is the biggest fear because they're never getting to zero, at least, you know, and they can never, make the numbers up never. whatever they want. No. But I mean, there's no way. They're never getting rid of this. It's never, ever going away. Do you think it's going away, Mitch? Is it going to magically disappear? I think, I think you know, it's wrong playing both extremes. I think China plays the extreme in the zero case. And I think it's also wrong in playing in the we're not just going to care at all kind of phase. Right. Um, so I think there, there's there's a happy medium there. Um, that needs to be watched. But of course, it's going to be up to a kind of different government to determine that in China. They're extreme on one end. And, you know, over here, I think we're extreme on the other end. But so. if they're going to continue to shut their country down or their cities down every time COVID spikes up and they get 25 cases, they're never going to fully reopen. That's true. I mean, there's no way. I mean, there's just, you know, we're going to have huge spikes come September again. I mean, this is the first time in my household that we haven't been sick, everybody. You know, and it's because it's summertime. And, you know, obviously, you go out, you breathe, your breath evaporates quickly in the hotter air. It always helps. You know, there's, you know, some actual science behind it. But, I mean, September comes, kids all get in school again together, weather starts getting cooler. The, the, the colds and the flus and now the COVID, just throw that one in the mix, the three of them start spiking up again. So, I mean, you're never going to get to that zero policy. So if they're going to continue to shut the, the cities down, every time we get a, you know, a slight spike, it's hard to buy and invest in those stocks. So yeah, now possible. you got Alibaba down, you know, 15 to 115. It, it, I'd love to buy the pullback. I think it's cheap, but I just don't know. I mean, I still haven't bought Alibaba for the simple reason is that the government keeps torpedoing their countries. And if it's not regulation, it's COVID concerns. So until they stop torpedoing their countries, it's hard to invest in China. With that being said, the technicals are still fine on these stocks. FXI has had great relative strength, Joel. You can speak uh-huh. to this. We're, as long as we're above, you can build a bull case. As long as we're above like 31, 32 on the FXI, I'd say the you know the stabilization, at least from the downtrend, is intact. I mean, you, you kind of stalled out on the FXI right where you'd think you would at $35 because that was you know where support was back in October, November. And then we broke down. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we broke down earlier than the U.S. markets, but when we broke down back in March, and we've come back up full circle to that area. So it now, now you need some help. You need them to stop shutting stuff down and start letting you know going on with you know living. So we've went that way in North America until they start doing it in China. Hard to be an investor. Larry, let's continue towards the other macro that is very important to kind of keep your eye on, of course, is the Russia operator Nord Stream here. Um, And what's going on here is the AG confirmed the maintenance work, which are scheduled to run from Monday through July 21st, got underway on Monday morning. Russia gas flow to Germany are expected to drop to zero later in the day. European fears here are that the suspension of the deliveries could be extended beyond the 10-day timeline. The, of course, this would, of course, derail the region's winter supply preparation. Uh, Russian state-backed energy giant Gazprom cited the delay of the return of the equipment serviced by Germany's Siemens Energy in Canada for its reduced flow. Canada said over the weekend that it would return and 
return a repaired gas turbine back to Germany for use on Nord Stream 1 pipeline while expanding the sanctions against Russia's energy sector. Holy, this politi- This is all just too political, Ooh, and this is way above my pay grade. I'm a right stock here. trader. I'm not a politician, not an economist. We hey, I watch this stuff, though. This, you mean, can watch this stuff, but trying to decipher this to get a trading idea out no of it, way. And trying to yeah. predict the next move. I mean, really, really tough. So I'm just going to leave this one alone here, not even comment on any of this, because this is just above my pay grade and the fact that I don't know how I extract a trading idea from this. And I, I'm just going to I'm just going to say price. I'm just looking at price. And yeah, natural gas is up today. It's not, you know, limit up. It's way off. It's high. People, their stock crudes under pressure. So to me, Price don't lie. It's a concern right now. The market, the the price action to me is not indicating a major catastrophe. UNG looks, you know, and obviously we got contained. We got all kinds of other stuff going on. But I mean, it looks, you know, like it's broken to me. It looks like the uptrend yep. is completely broken. Um, you know, and and you can almost argue that the uptrend in the USO has started to break as well which is concerning. The uptrend in oil stocks themselves, and this might be an interesting discussion. The uptrend in the oil stocks is completely broken. The uptrend in the USO is still trying to hold. There has definitely been significant relative weakness with the oil stocks relative to oil. And the stocks, like I said, when it starts to get ugly, a stock is a stock is a stock. And you'll start to see the stocks all move together, even despite, you know, you can see days where USO could actually be green. We've seen that. And the oil stocks are still red. So, I mean, I just look at the oil stocks and you can look at like XOP or XLE. It's been a lot uglier sell-off than USO. I mean, USO is down, yes, but nothing like the XOP. I mean, XOP mm-hmm. 170 a month ago. Hit yeah. 110? What a sell-off. Just spank everybody who was hiding, you know, in all these oil stocks, you know, and obviously hiding too long. And when I look at that XOP chart, Joel, you can look at whichever one even on the bottom right. That trend, he's uptrend still there, but it's dangerously looking like it's breaking trend. And I mean, this is the problem when you wait so long, 170, you're waiting for it to break 10. So you're along at 170 and now you're going to be selling down at $100. I mean, you got to ring the register, you know, while the circuit is way up. down. And, yeah, yeah, it's so and hard. So it's crowded. so hard to do it. It yeah. is. And it was a very crowded trade. I mean, we were predicting a long time for oil stocks. At least I was. It finally came. I was early again to the chat's point. I'm always early. I was early on this again. Uh, but it came. And I think now you got to be still selling oil stocks in the strength. I know when you see everything. But but with that being said, I mean, they are oversold. So maybe, we, maybe we're due for a little rally yeah. here. I wasn't too off of that on Friday, right? I thought they were oversold. I thought we'd get a little bounce. Uh... Look at what this XOP, like, look what it's had. And this is going back to 2009 here. And I really wanted people that are just really pay attention right now. Look at you have this red monthly candle here. This was back in 2008. We know what happened then. You had another big red candle, right? Here, you know, you had a couple in a row, one rebound, then another big one, then another down one. Here. I mean, boom, 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 Here, oh, this little week, ah, oh, nice red candle, boom, 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 boom. I mean, if you think that this this candle, this June candle, is a July candle, I mean, if you're looking for a big old green candle back up to one fifty, doesn't usually happen. Great point. That, that don't happen. That ain't gonna happen. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if it's going to a hundred, but 
I, I tell you, that big old rebound and yeah. with the with the you know the economic situation, everything that's going on. I mean, yeah. it all adds up to another big red down candle here. We'll take the yep. other side, Mitch. I'm not going to take the other side unless next week. I think when we look at XOP two months from now, I think it's a hell of a lot lower. To be honest, I think you're going to keep. I think the pain trade is on. I think the yeah. pain trade is fully on. The only way is if I guess the you know, and I don't know like. A lot depends on the CPI. We're making some predictions here without obviously going and seeing the implications of what is the CPI going to look like on Wednesday. And that yeah. brings us into the bank earnings. I mean, there's going to be so much information Big week. Yep. coming at us. And we know once we you know, we start getting into fundamental information, technicals take a backseat. But I totally agree with the way Joel and our technical analyst, Joel, is breaking that down. Is that you see that one big red candle, you catch everyone, and then they're like, please come back. I just want to get my money back. Please come back. They give you a little hope, 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 sucker, and a few more people, and then they nail them again. <laughs> and I think that's, you know, usually how it works. So I'm kind of with you on that. But we believe me, there's some pain in these oil stocks. There's people going on there on CNBC saying, oh, yeah, this, they're going to come right back. I don't think they're coming right back either. My biggest thing will be watch what happens going into winter. I think that's the biggest concern. If Russia keeps playing this game, what will happen to the supply and how will that affect natural gas? In my eyes, I still think that um, oil is something that we can maybe control. Now, natural gas is something that uh, we can't kind of fix there, at least in my eyes. Um, We can try to battle to get some more barrels in the market. I don't think we're getting uh, that natural gas fix if Russia does really start strong arming here. We'll see what happens. So let's jump into the big headline from Friday night. And let's do it. The big oh, headline. There's so implications wild. all over the place. The, the big bots boy. all over the place. The chat wants it. They've been calling for it. Let's do it. We've waited for <laughs> All right, let's go. Minutes. Let's talk Musk. All right, here. Let's talk the Twitter situation. What do you guys think about Twitter? Throw it up in the chat. Twitter shares oh, dropping sure. pre-market yeah. after Elon Musk said he's trying to terminate the $44 billion deal. <laughs> This comes after the confirmed that number of bots and fake account on Twitter. Uh, and so Twitter actually put out there that they said uh, had given Musk the information he needed to assess his claim that spam accounts make up only 5% of the monetizable daily active users. Um, this also kind of rallied uh DWAC, a digital world acquisition on the attribution of the decision by Elon yeah. Musk to cancel the deal so hey here's my thought process and it's gonna surprise you here but it's a good one i like it my thought process i've said before if musk if this deal doesn't go through twitter could be 25 bucks i've said that the one thing to think about here though is this deal despite musk saying he's out this deal is far from dead twitter comes back they're gonna sue him and they've already said that they said it right away they're gonna take you to court on this so now all of a sudden it becomes a legal battle. Now we get into like, hey, if Musk actually loses and, you know, the breakup fee is one thing, but the courts can make him swallow it at 5420. That's not out of the realm of possibilities. So now you put 5420 back on the back table. On the the table. stock market's going the other way. But I'm just thinking if this goes to court and gets really ugly legal battle, which it appears it's going to do, well, it, you never know how these court decisions are going to go. So I think Elon tried to give you some deal to buy this company. He tried to give you he tried to give you some insight here, Dennis. Did you see his latest tweet? He said <laughs> they said I couldn't buy Twitter. Then they wouldn't disclose bot information. Now they want me to force me to buy Twitter in court. 
now they have to disclose bot information in he court. He tweeted all that? Yeah, that's, that's his, his meme. Tweets? That's his meme right he's there. He's going to have this fun meme. with this. He's going to fight this. He's going to. But at the end of the day, this is probably going to end up in court. And at the end of the day, who he knows thinks, how they decide? He thinks, he thinks that he will win. Why? Specifically on the disclosure of the bot information is not going to match the information that he was given. That's what let's, he thinks. Let's see how this shakes out with Twitter today. Because there is a lot of implications here. But it would not surprise me. if I'm just looking at this from a risk guard perspective. I put 5420 on the table here still. Because this deal is not dead. Deal dies. Rules in favor of Moss. Twitter's 25 bucks. But it's the reason it's not $25 today is the risk guards realize that this deal is not dead. This is now a legal battle. So what happens with that? So I'm, I'm actually, you know, we can see it's trading down. It would not surprise me in the least. It'll surprise everyone, but it's not going to surprise me if Twitter actually turned around and went green today. So, and the reason for that is just, I'm analyzing from the risk guard perspective here, court battle, 54.20. I mean, they're not even going to negotiate a lower price here now. They're pissed off. So now it's like, let's take them to court. This is going to be a long, long time before, battle. long yep. battle. It could be years, years, yep. years battling here. But so it's not going right back to like 40 either or 42. I think it's going to be the happy spot in the mid-30s, maybe for a long time, Joel, because we don't know what's going to happen with, obviously, the whole Musk situation. We don't know how this is going to end. So the implications, we saw Tesla rallying Friday night significantly because, oh, yeah, you know, he's going to you know, not have to buy this, so we don't have to worry about him diluting Tesla stock. Well, I think there's still that worry going to be out there. And you can see the Tesla stock, obviously, the overall smirk itself has come off a little bit. But it's hard to just go rah, rah, bullish Tesla. I mean, Musk is this going to be a legal battle for a long time. DWAC directly benefits. This is all the love triangle of these three stocks now. DWAC, if you can call DWAC a stock, it's a SPAC. DWAC up 14% because, hey, Musk, it appears, is not going to be, at least in the near future, running direct competition against DWAC, which is obviously Trump's, you know, or supposedly going to be uh, Trump's, um, tr Trump's, what is it called? Social, I don't even know what the Trump network's called. Truth. The truth. truth? Social. Truth social. The yeah. social, truth, truth social, truth social. Put it this way, I've never been on it. <laughs> I've never been on it either. So, and I don't care to go on it, but yeah, I'll just say, either. it's good news for DWAC because you don't want to be competing directly with Musk. So it was not going to be good news for DWAC, will this deal if even Musk happen? control Twitter, and now Musk doesn't want to control Twitter, so that's the only thing I can see. You know, that's direct is DWAC being up, but Twitter, I don't think it's tanking down to twenty-seven, twenty-five dollars here anytime soon because this battle is far from over. So I think you know people who are coming in just short, short. It's going to go straight down to twenty-five. I don't yeah, think that's the case because this deal is yep. not dead. I think he wants out. And I think well, that he wants, he's, no, he don't have to think. He has said he wants, <laughs> but, but it's not for the reasons that that he's revealing. He paid too. Uh, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's there's a lot more going on here than what meets the eye. And I, I I'm not I'm not going to go into the whole thing. And who knows how the core? I'm just so glad I don't own the stock. I'm so glad that I <laughs> sold it on that pop. I it, and uh, and I. It's going to go on for Joel years. From this. Yes. Yeah. The <laughs> yes, Delaware, yeah, the Delaware, did. and that was a long, long, long term position. I mean, that was something that they, you know, but whatever. That's the past. I'm not rebuying it. 
Um, and the Delaware courts, man, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, they're, it's a, it's a tough jurisdiction and this is going to go on for a long time. And, uh, I know who's going to make some money on this and it's going to be the lawyers. Cause oh, this yeah. is going to be going oh, on yeah. Yeah, a long, long time. Do you and think that- we start here's uh, you know, just predicting sec filings. Do you think Musk starts selling off his position here? Do we start seeing That's what I was disclosures thinking. like that? Musk is starting to dump. How much did he own? Do, do we know how much he got up to? He never got over 10 rented. Yeah, he did. He started he? He was, because yeah, the, he did that's the biggest that. thing in the disclosures. If you're over ten percent, you gotta disclose. And he didn't like, do that. I don't know if he did. I don't know if he got that high. There was even some scrutiny of that. Was he over ten? Is chat he, like, help he, me out? I I, I can't. It was remember. like he disclosed and then he bought more and then I don't know. It, Stock was, says nine. It's nine. a big difference because you don't have to disclose for forty five days or you have to disclose within the two days. So it's a big difference. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I'm curious of whether, you know, if he doesn't want to buy, maybe he's selling his stock in the open market now, too. And then that's going to have implications for Ooh. the price as well. Lots of things to think about. Here. Yeah. The one does. thing, it is good for Tesla. I mean, it is, you know, obviously Tesla shareholders do not want, for multiple reasons, Musk to own Twitter. One, it's a distraction. Two, is the worry about dilution. So in, in any regard, the obvious trade Friday night was to buy Tesla. The question now, you know, is, you know, how much, you know, is market effects, there's a lot going on. So, I mean, it is good news for Tesla and Tesla should be trading up on this. It's just a matter of this is not over. And it's hard to just write Twitter off here now because this is going to be a long court battle. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, let's keep going. Let's take a look at the downgrades coming in bunches. Ooh, big oh my time. gosh. It's 835. Are we uh, got um, We're waiting for Tim here. Oh, Tim's we'll not here. He, okay. if he yeah, do the up. downgrades. Yeah, the downgrades coming in bunches here. Uh, Lulu getting downgraded here by Jefferies. Uh, there's a lot going on out there from the ratings. You guys could take a look. We're not going to cover all of them here, but we'll cover some of them. Uh, I, Lulu. I, was cut to underperform from hold with Jeffries noting increased competition and easing of COVID-related spike demand. Um, and we can get to some other ones, but first let's touch that. And you can make your comment, Dennis, about what you're I was you're just going to say, downgrades. I counting 50 downgrades today. I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> that many. Like, I don't remember. Maybe during back in some you know financial crisis. It's been a long time since I saw, came in from Monday morning. All these analysts who have been bag holding their bad calls and that's basically what it is are using this rip to like get to lighten up their bad calls you know and there's a lot of downgrades it wasn't just lululemon so meta downgrade to sell underweight sell lululemon downgrade to underweight fastly downgrade to underweight goldman chasing upstart uh downgrade not to sell but then you have you know oxy goldman downgrading oxy a bros getting downgrade kb holmes getting downgraded newr i mean the analysts are messing with my bros don't, they're messing with your bros, man. They're messing with it. They downgraded it. So I don't even know what to say. I mean, there's a lot of downgrades. I looked at it today, and I'm like, holy cow. These analysts coming out, and they are bearish. Makes me a little more bullish. Joseph makes him a little more bullish, too. We can pick on Lulu off the bat. That's probably the big call of the day. That's Lululemon. a big move. 
Lululemon yeah, downgraded to underweight. Who was the analyst? Jeffries. Jeffries. Um, who was the specific? Yeah, so I'm just looking. Specific, I can look it up on the Yeah, tape. it's okay. It was... um, but they, they noted the increased competition and easing of COVID-related spike in demand. So that demand that they got from reopening has gone away, and they're noting increased competition. Wow. Ahead of the CPI number two, these analysts with some gutsy calls. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, we get these downgrades to sell. Sometimes there's follow through. Like it spooks people. So because you don't see that that often. And we have a lot of them today. I'm long meta. I bought more on the pullback at 161, obviously. Um, 166. I think I'd be a buyer of this pullback again, though. The problem is CPI. It's hard to just go here, rah, rah, you know, until we get that data. I think the data is going to be light. We already said that. But it's hard to just get go all in because if it shows up and Mitch is right and it ends up with a nine on it, Katie bar the door as markets going down hard. So need that CPI data to really start getting bullish, but I'd be so inclined to buy the pullback in meta Lulu. I'm not sure. I'm going to throw that to Joel. Yeah. Well, with the, uh, if you've been waiting for an opportunity here to get in, uh, to get in meta, um, you know, here's the pullback down, yeah. down 411, yeah. right? You had a move from 154. Let's just call it, uh, you know, let's just call it a, a 18 point move, nine. So it gets to this 163, 164 area. You know, yeah, maybe 165.46. That was your your low uh, last Wednesday. Um, as far as the upside, like I, I can't tell you where, but I can just tell you that you got a wall here. And until you can bust through the high from last week, 172, 72, look at all those touches there. So path of least resistance is lower here until you can crack that 172, make some bids in the 173 handle. Lulu, oh, man, I'm torn here uh, because, man, down 13 and a half points on 8,000 shares. This is like it's opening into a pair of lows here. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, you know, Split the two lows. So if they can't crack the same below, they haven't even taken out Thursday's low yet. I, you know, 277, you know, 276, 277. If they just can't crack it through there and just start to head for 260, I would, you know, I'd be, I look at this one little by the dip too. And then he got like Under Armour, which has just oh. been a dog of dogs. I mean, that stock just cannot catch a bit. He doesn't even participate in the recent rally, really. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Under Armour, but. It almost looks like that's the like the death march, you know, like you know, scary. Um, and then, you know, obviously Fastly's had its own problems, but that's been coming back with the tech growth rally. It's actually looking a little bit healthy. Now you get hammered with a downgrade here. I think you find some support on 12 on that one. Man, this is like Tough part market, of me wants huh? to come in and buy some of these dips. They're nice opportunities. And part of me is still buying the dip because. I'm looking, you know, and I've got the opinion that the CPI could be light and it could spark a rally to 4,000 S&P, but it's a call. I mean, and it's tough to just come in and buy stocks that are downgraded. Better things to buy then, right? I what mean, about Oxy? I mean, we got ooh, Buffett. Ah, check out yeah. the Under Armour one. Did you guys touch Under Armour? We just mentioned it, yeah, but Oxy I don't is what more interesting because start. every night Buffett buys more. I mean, buy he bought more, more again buy. last week. I personally think he's going to take the whole company out. That's what I've said. I've said that already. I yeah. know Kramer has said it too now. Um, I don't know. Odd. It was an ugly chart on Friday. Ugly chart for a lot of oil stocks. Obviously, oil is trading down here again. 
it gets downgraded. I think you get down to this 57. I think the pro like the problem with the bearish thesis is if it goes down to 57 again and you start selling it down there, then Friday or tonight comes or or tomorrow night comes and Buffett buys more and then it pops again on the Buffett buy. So as he continues to buy it, he's at 16 or 70% of the company now. I mean, you get more and more thinking like, yeah, he might just take the whole thing out like 75 or 80 bucks. He's so this is one stock. It. If I was buying an oil stock, it would be Oxy if I was buying an oil stock. So it's downgraded today by GS. I do think it's an opportunity. Mm, I'm not going against Warren, right? But I don't know. This, Goldman is. I, Goldman's calling it. I'd like to read the note there, but yeah, I haven't read the note. What? Well, yeah. Um, that's a gutsy call they are directly betting against warren they're not reading who tweeted that out that i retweeted they said don't bet against the fed and don't bet against warren buffett i mean i think it was somebody from our chat so i forget who it was uh but that's funny but it's kind of true i mean goldman going directly against warren buffett here so it's interesting what are the technicals saying on oxy ugly candle friday joel yeah you got well you got a little gap filled it's going to do that with no problem i think you mentioned the 57 area so I'm going to stick with Warren, you know, as long as this whole, I like to lower to closer to 57. 55. If yeah. You're, you're, you're sticking your neck out if you're buying it here. Uh, a little bit. Like, I think yeah. lower. Yeah. I yeah. think you're right. I, I 50, think it is 55 to 57. But I like that area too. Warren's just buying it, you know? I mean, it's just, it, there's like a, there's a resting order on his desk just to buy this thing. Just yeah. keep buying it. And it's like. If you're like, if you know you're going to pay 80 bucks for something and it's at 57, 58, it's a pretty easy buy. I mean, that, that's the only way I'm looking at the fundamentals, you know, where oil's going, you know, if we're going into a recession. I mean, he's been looking for a big purchase. He has got the cash. He's been bigger than his war chest. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Sell, I'm, I'm not gonna fight Warren on this one. Fifty-five. You're right. And we talk about this in the charts a lot of times. When we start seeing a level that's bought again and again and again, you're like, "Oh, there's a whale buying it." We don't even have to guess in this case, Joel. We know who the whale is, and it's Warren Buffett. I mean, look at April, May, June, July. Is the reason it keeps bottoming at fifty-five is because Warren won't let it go lower. He's continuing to buy that stock, and we know we've seen all the purchases. He's buying it all up in the 55, 56, 57 area. So it's hard to just get bearish and say, yeah, you know, let's, you know, this thing's going to tank. And it very well could, but Buffett is, I don't think Buffett's going to just stop buying this thing. I think he could buy the whole company. All right. So it looks like uh, we're having a little bit of delay on Tim, and looks like he might be having some internet well, issues. Okay. We know he's abroad. We can talk. Um, we can talk. Yeah, we, we can talk. talk I want to do. Baby. I want to do a moment here for him at least. I, I'm no market structure edge expert, but I do have the overall market here pulled up for us by oh, market nice. stretch. Uh, market structure extra. So we we've always heard him talk about this broad sentiment, right? And how he says like above six. That's when he starts seeing the turnaround come. If we look here at around uh, right before July, we were starting to bottom out. It was reading like 2.1s all the way down towards 1.6, 1.8. As we got into July, it started peaking, started getting back up there. Now we're above that six and it's been reading there for one, two, three, four days now above six. At least in my eyes, from my understanding there, at least that says market structure edge saying that we're pointing towards the downside here. 
Um, but I'm I'm not I'm no market uh, and I'm not, edge and we should, expert. It's hard yet. to comment on Tim's system, and especially with Tim coming here. So I'm going to reserve my comments here as well. Supply is still high though, which is what he's going to be concerned about as well. But mm-hmm. I, I can't comment to Tim's system. And nobody he built the system, so I think we wait for Tim to comment on his system. I'll just say you know we can go back to our own charts yeah. here. We've yeah, had a nice little that. rally. Yeah, we've had a decent rally off the lows. It's now wait and see for CPI. I don't think anything else matters. I think we're going to shop around for the next two days until we get the CPI data on Wednesday. And that's going to dictate the next move, hot or not. You know, that's it. If it's hot, we are getting killed. If it's not, we are rallying possibly to 4,000. That's really where we are. This is a binary event here now. It's going to be hot or not. It's all that matters gonna be a lot of chop for the next two days ahead of that. we got we got earnings i mean you know and you know it started well, thursday uh, and friday and that yeah. you know but first we got the cpi i mean you got pepsi yeah. tomorrow night nobody cares about pepsi delta delta <laughs> nobody really cares about much about delta either Thir- the banks start thursday and friday people will care about the banks but yep. we're gonna have the cpi data before that so right yes. now it's the order of operations here cpi is all that matters for the next two days and people positioning ahead of that data. So you're going to see CHOP as money managers position ahead of that data. The analysts are obviously saying, Katie, bar the door, we want out with 50 downgrades today. Um, I'm of the opinion that I think the number is not going to be that hot. And I'm trying to position a little bit. I'll probably, you know, still be, but I don't want to be all cash ahead of that number. I'll tell you that. All right. Uh, S&P's just quiet here this morning, hanging above uh, the pre-market low. Nice little rally last week. We made the, it was the old, you know, weekly high trick, right? You got to 39.22. That was the highest level for the week. A uh, little disappointing that we didn't pose a, a higher close for the week. So I think your, your, your chop scenario here uh is gonna is gonna play out i don't think people are gonna want to get too you know if you're there short i ah, gotta bring some stuff in and uh, i think these rallies that you'll see i think that was the mentality last night right right off the open like hut i need uh i need uh I need to lighten up a little bit here ahead of the big number, but uh, that's what we're looking at down 30 handles does it uh 71 and a quarter all right, look for a stock that might be heading at least, I think, to all-time lows. Just what I'm starting to think because I don't see how they can come back. Is a stock like Las Vegas Sands with all the comments that are coming out. Uh, Macau beginning a one-week shutdown to try to contain the spread of COVID-19. Um, you also got Wind Resorts down big off of this. Um, they should change the name of Las Vegas Sands to Macau Sands. Yeah, that's why. That's they why a little part of me Macau just feels scenes. like kabam to the downside. But this is knows? what matters, and obviously, majority of the revenue and win as well. I mean, you think about them on the strip, but these are big Macau players, and Macau, you know, it's COVID issues, which we already touched on at the beginning of the show. These stocks are going to get hit again. Great support if you just want to go technic- technical here. Las Vegas Sands got good support down at thirty bucks. Win, I would say $50, right where it bottomed out before. But with that being said, they're kind of in the middle of nowhere here. And again, CPI is all that matters going forward here, at least for us. Gambling, dang, I mean, it's just, it, it's it's over. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, it, I've been telling you guys yeah. this. It's just, people down. are running out of money. They're still spending money on advertising, <laughs> casinos. The only way I, I mean, get my life back, I got to uh, gamble to get my I'm gonna life back. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it here. Gamble more. Hey, I called it last year. 
there will be probably an NFL run. Just keeping that in mind when the People NFL are out season of money, comes bitch. up. They're it, money it happened last switch. year. It yeah, happened last year. Inflation was around last year. I mean, yeah. that's all I got to go off of is last okay. year. Okay. Oh, similar environment, and it did run. So we'll see. Yeah, you go. You can go with uh, with seasonality on that. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, these 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 charts. I mean, they're just <laughs> they're just so. Look, I don't know about too. old. Yeah, look at last. My week. wife's bag holding a little bit of pen. I <laughs> stick the bad one. Joel would say, "Yeah, you got the Peloton." And I got the, the my my wife's got a little bit of the pen that I bought before the whole Portnoy thing. I I think I paid like sixty dollars for. It. I was a terrible buy, and she's bagging all of that in her registered account. So I don't know. Maybe eventually we sell it, but that's an ugly one. It did come December. Sorry yeah. to my wife. <laughs> I think I think uh, uh not a, exactly the comment out there, but I think addictions uh will still the people will still have money. They'll still have money for the beer. They'll still have money to put You know what I always money for beer, man. Yeah, uh, you know what I I I tell you what I'll get bullish these stocks. What? What do we need uh, to see? The next round of stimulus checks. <laughs> oh. oh, you're trying to stir up the chat here, Joel. It's gonna happen. You're trying again. to stir up the chat. I mean, no, I mean that's when these stocks had to run, right? Quantitative I mean, tightening. I mean, isn't that here, California man. right now? Uh, and California's gonna get online betting? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just put the that stimulus out there. checks help the help the stock. Just market. putting that you know out that. there. Help you know? crypto. Yeah. Just gonna put that out there, out there. California is supposedly gonna be the biggest for online betting and they're about to go online baby so i don't know i don't know joel could see a turnaround here all right let's move off the gambling talk we got ticker time written up there i see ticker time let's Throw us go. Your tickers here. Us, we're still waiting us. on tim tim might not be tim, here yeah, internet yep. issues that's okay let's go ticker time these guys, these guys want to just talk about gambling they're still on it with me <laughs> well do DraftKings then we'll start with the first ticker tap uh, draft DraftKings. Okay. joel break it down this is in the middle of nowhere really just kind of you know in the middle fit 10 to 15 has been the range here for the last two and a half months you're 12 and a half you're dead Does, set in the middle yeah, of the range Does, um, it could stay range bound i forgot who liked this one uh that we've had on multiple times uh Oh, it's hard to buy on. companies just burning cash. They advertise so hard, but you notice there's not as many advertisements. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that. They yeah. don't see these DraftKings advertisements. There's no sports getting... right now, Dennis. There's all kinds <laughs> there's of baseball. baseball. Baseball, that's it. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Come on, yeah, guys. Come on. Games there last week. There's baseball. Yeah, we got. I know it's coming. September is, and to mention, <laughs> there is a seasonality trade in some of these. There's, September's coming. Get the start of NFL. Get the start of you know hockey October and NBA. September October is coming. Obviously, the best month is maybe October because you get baseball playoffs and you mm-hmm. get every other sport going. So that's when yeah, you really October. start getting hot for yeah. the DraftKings and stuff. But it's, it's true. There's been October. less advertisements. They start. They, DraftKings was everywhere. I couldn't go anywhere without seeing a DraftKings advertisement. Not seen as much now. I think they're tightening their spending a little bit. Um, I mean, I think they play the game of survival, so they're going to be around. They're going to keep spending money, and we'll see if the other ones get to survive. 74 to 12. You know, another thing that I'm starting to pay attention to, Dennis, is do we start getting some MMA to show up here on some of these cheaper names? Like, let's say in RSI, um, look at Rush Street. It's now $5. This could be an acquisition target, you know? Um, This one has a lot of 
uh, exposure make all money? around the world. Do they make money? Um, I mean, they're they're pretty close. They they don't do as much promotion as the other players. Um, that's one thing. As you get to the lower players, of course, they focus more on their promo money. But just keep these on radar. Like, there's Gan. That's a super cheap one too. Oh, like, these things oh, have all now been it's three dollars. These now things are on oh. like a, a lot of these are going to zero. I'm gonna say it right now. It's Either maybe get bought out or a lot of these zero. Are going to zero. I, I can see that. Or at least going too. bankrupt. I, I guess bankrupt stocks don't go to zero anymore. Should I yeah. say some of these companies, some of these stocks that you just mentioned, possibly some of these are going bankrupt. So I'd be careful. Um, you know, 30, you see a GAN go 30 to 3. Stocks go down 90%. They don't come right back. So bag holder central on that one. Obviously, it was a great stock in 2020 and 2021, but it's been on there the death go. march here for a while. I'm scared of that stock. Yeah, All right, let's... I think it. Let's do Square. Uh, Pablo asked yeah. for Square. I have it. Called Block, Joel. Block. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll call uh, it Square forever, me and Joel. Um, man, it it's uh, look at three matching range days. So there you go. Uh, you got a bust. Uh, I'll just call it. Let's call it the high from last week. You get above that high from last week, sixty nine and a half. I'm not worried about seventy. Uh, and then on the downside, if if you're sticking your nose out here. You're risking down to sixty-four fifty. Uh, that's a that's that's triple bottom good enough for me. So sixty-four fifty, uh, three star support on the upside. That's sixty-nine and a half. But uh, kind of in the middle, of nowhere, tight ranges. I don't know where's where's the catalyst. You know, upstart no did not help block either. No. Upstart didn't help them, and we haven't talked it. Um, but you know, and obviously you guys would have talked on Friday. I was off the grid. Um, a firm too. I mean, obviously it held up very, very well. I'm very impressed with that, you know, how it held up because UPST Ooh, was an wow. epic disaster. We didn't talk about the lower guidance. Now the subsequent downgrade from GS to sell. I mean, maybe this is just an upstart deal, which I think it kind of is, but right. at the same time, a firm, you know, Square, PayPal, all kind of got hit a bit on that. They did bounce back on Friday. They're getting hit here again. Didn't help. Would I be a buyer of Square at some point in time? I would. Um, could you buy it in the lower 60s? I think as a trade, you could. Again, CPI data is all that's going to matter. It's, we're going to keep saying that for the next two days because it's all that matters going forward. 56 the low. It's 10 bucks off the low here now. It's way over, still way oversold. I think it wants to go higher. I think on Friday, Upstart did not help it, though. Where's Dorsey? What's he doing? Who knows? He's he got now. He's, he's, he's in Where is he? He's even in the U.S. Where is he? Africa? Where he's working on that guy. beard. That's what he's doing, man. He's like Jack Ma, where is Jack Dorsey? <laughs> where are the Jacks? We should do where are the, the Jacks? Jack Maybe they're together drinking Jack. Who knows? Um, I think the uh, the PayPal. Um, ooh, nice. Both looking charts uh, look the same here. Square uh, and PayPal, ups. I trade yeah. those stocks. I And again, my bread and butter we know is relationship trading. PayPal and Square, I pair trade those things all the time. They, they look at that, Matt. Money. Look at that. Yeah. Wow, 75 bucks. The high from last week was 75.40, but just the way they, they you know, the 75.15 was the uh, the high on Thursday, and then they bumped up or they bumped it down to 74.6. Someone's been targeting that $75 area uh, with some big size. So until you clear 75, path of least resistance lower. Uh, Bag holders, yeah, too many, you're right. Yeah. Yep. CPI, give us a good CPI number, and some of this stuff could start to look good again. 
I mean, these okay. things were crypto rallies. I mean, that you know that 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 doesn't seem to be yeah. matriculating. I, I think the square at a certain point in time is a buy. I would never if you would have said the square was going to be sixty seven dollars. You know, after it was three hundred dollars or almost three hundred dollars back in twenty twenty one, I'd be yeah, like, I'd oh be- yeah, I'd buy that for sure. We're just not Kansas anymore though, so it's so hard to pull the trigger. I think if you're buying Square long term, I do think you're going to make money. I think it can grow into its valuation. Where, where is it trading? Like 50 times earnings now or 45 times? It's not insane. It makes money. And PayPal is like 15 times earnings or something. PayPal's a value stock all of a sudden. But, I mean, we just got to – if we're going to a recession, none of this stuff is good. It's hard. Yeah. We need to figure out where we're going, and and nobody's got the crystal ball to tell us if we're going in a recession, if we're you know, going to have a hot CPI number. We just don't know. So a lot of unknowns, but Square's valuation is not insane anymore. It was insane at 280. It was insane at 200. At 66 bucks, what is it, 35, 36 times earnings? You have it, Mitch? Mitch trying to look it yeah, up. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Yeah. Right uh, Somebody forward, got in the I'm chat. Gonna, you're not back to your COVID low. So it's not that, cheap that, yet, though. Yeah, like, um, oh boy, um, just not much on the monthlies. I will say, you know, you're holding up. You got a chance at a green candle here. So let's. The month is still early. You're way above your low for June. So you know, is it gonna like just bust out and go? You know, seventy five, eighty, ninety, maybe if you build the base. But I think the buyers here are just being so patient. You know, and if they, you know, if they pick up a chunk down here, it doesn't look good here. They're flipping it. They're not, they're not, they're not. I don't think the big moves are, you know, the big players are looking for big moves in these stocks because it's not there. It's not the environment. So if someone's buying a chunk, you know, between 55 and, you know, and let's say 60 and they're going to flip it out. They don't care that you own this thing at like 80 bucks, but uh, let's. Yeah. Um, I have a PE forward of 88. And just oh. to kind of mention. Uh, it's book, lighter than that. So that's book value. Awful. Yeah. Book value. I have around 3270. So uh, either, either way, square, it's lighter than 88. I know that um, David's saying it's 44 PE. It's, it's tough. Cause you get special, you know, you start looking down, you just grab one earnings report and you can grab it off of that. But then there could be, you know, some items, one time items and stuff and all that. I think it's trading around. It, last time I looked, it was like 52 times forward earnings and it's come down since then. So David's got 40. I think that's correct. I was guessing 36 out of my head. 40 sounds right. It's not cheap yet. But it's not as insane as it was. And I mean, valuation matters. In 2022, it does. So first things first, when you're buying a stock, look at what it's doing. If it's burning cash, I mean, some of these stocks are good for trades and for bounces. You don't have to look at fundamental information when you're trading something. You can use charts. But if you're looking at your long-term investment portfolio, you got to look at the fundamentals. All right. Yeah, at least I know at least the book value is accurate there at 32.16. So we'll see if it gets down uh, underneath uh, the 60 level again. Um, let's go towards CPIs, stocks in the chat. What else is move. what else got there? Uh, looks like we're getting mention of DDS Dillard's. I've never <laughs> understood Dillard's. I've never understood either. why this stock. <laughs> you know why it's the one. I mean, I never understood why it's two hundred dollars. You got every retailer. You know that's basically Please, just been speak a shambles. For... <laughs> why is Dillard's? Or what? I I go, how is it different than Macy's? How I is have it no Dillard's? idea, man. Like, what do they do there? How do they like? I, I don't, I don't get it. They I've have to do some blockchain or something, man. <laughs> but 
But if you look at Macy's over the same, go 10 years. Macy's is 2016 was $70. It's $17 now. Or, or, or yeah. sorry, 2015 Macy's was $70. It's $17 now. Dillard's in 2015 was $80. It's $200 now. How in the hell is this one, the one? Like, I've never understood it myself why this stock, why this retailer has, you know, been had all the buyers. But it is it is what it is. I mean, so hard it, to trade too. So thin, there's such wicked. big stores too. I mean, like these stores. Like I go in there and I'm like, holy, these things are taking up half the mall. But, I think but, one of the things know, Nordstrom, same thing. They hey, all feel the I, same. I, Nordstrom's, New Macy's, Dillard's, but Dillard's for whatever reason just continues to hold up and get bought by on, on dips. So I got to hop, know. guys, back to so, uh, pre market prep plus after a few days, a uh, few days off last week. Much. Man, keep an eye, man. Keep an eye on this pre-market low. couple other lows there from last week. Important to hold. And then kind of if you drift back anywhere near unchanged, you know, we get near the pre-market high that was unchanged, the high close from last week. Just kind of, I think you just got to nibble on the edges today. But uh, Triple D, I'll check in with you at top of the hour. Everyone have a great day. All right, like always, guys, do me the favor, smash that thumbs on up. Give us a thumbs up if you guys enjoyed today's show. Uh, we're gonna start wrapping on up here. Dennis, what what's your what's your say for tech? I want to know. It's gonna chop. You, so buy and dip, sell and rips. You're gonna be really choppy here today. Okay. I don't think there's gonna be a tank ahead. Of, there could be some nervousness ahead of the number, but I still think it's gonna be choppy. I think we're gonna have choppy trade until Wednesday. Get the data Wednesday morning. It's gonna dictate the next move. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of positioning, even more so tomorrow ahead of that number. The analysts are talking bearish. 8.8 sounds high to me. I think it's going to be light, but who knows? I mean, this data is still mystery. It's a mystery even how they calculate a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's, just, that's the truth, ain't it? Uh, thank you, Dennis. Like always, okay, you have a good Thanks, week. Thanks, buddy. Good See job. You, All right, let's go ahead. We're going to wrap on up. Take you to live trading. So definitely come on over if you guys want to see Lord Ryan, Zunaid coming after it into the market. Of course, I'll be joining them. We'll see what happens with the rotation. Does uh, ARKK kind of keep going? The growth names kind of keep booming? Or does the outlook, of course, of interest rates getting uh, the hike rate going up here, does that take away the growth trade? We'll keep watch what happens there. Like always, we covered a lot of Topics today, we touched, the, uh, we touched Roger's communication. We touched the economic data to keep on watch this week. We talked about natural gas. We also talked about what's going on in China. Keep your eyes on those stocks, how they trade today. Twitter, Elon, of course. And we got into the downgrades coming into bunches. So smash the thumbs on up if you got a lot out of today's show. And come on over to live trading as we continue the day and the trading action. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.